Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your development and helping you light all the way up. My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviors, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. Hi my loves and welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast. We took a little bit of a break as things changed in my life and a lot kind of went on but I'm Super excited to be back with you all and to bring you some more incredible episodes, both solo and guest um, throughout the next few weeks. So as many of you might already know, some of you might not already know, I have some pretty exciting life news um, that's kind of happened. It's been a bit of a whirlwind of a few months for me, hence why I kind of took a little bit of break just to allow myself to be for a little bit. But um, I have some news and I am pregnant. I'm actually already halfway through my pregnancy, which is crazy. And what a whirlwind it has been. And I think actually for me, I really wanted to come back and do an episode for all of the many, 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 many women. And I know there are some that aren't um, out there, but like for the many women that kind of follow me or who are in my community, who kind of just feel like they've given up hope, given up faith that your person is out there or that the story or the fairy tale that you kind of like hope to have in your life exists. Because I know that there are a lot of you. I know I've been super honest um, literally since I ever kind of came into the industry about my journey in relationships. I feel like it's been one of my biggest teachers. I feel like I have faced so many challenges that I know so many women will 100% relate to. But I just feel like it's been a conversation that I haven't necessarily always coached on or talked about, but I have in my podcasts, I have in my workshops, uh, I have in bits and bobs on my social media. And I just feel like it would be a really nice kind of episode for me to come back and just to kind of explain to you what has been going on, how I got where I am, how I manifested love, how I manifested a baby. And I guess that little reminder for any of you out there who are worrying that it's not possible for you or worrying that it's never going to happen or have given up faith that the version of the man that you want in this life or the partner that you want in this life exists and just needs that reminder of how worthy you are and 
to not settle and to really be clear about what you want and to wait for it. And knowing that the universe has a far greater plan, I think particularly, obviously for me, I always knew, I always kept faith, but I also was a bit like, this is so much later than I thought it was going to be for me. I'm like, I'm 32. Why has it not happened yet? And there were moments where I kind of gave up faith. And there were moments where I was like, maybe it's not meant to be my path. Maybe that's all not meant to happen for me. Um, But there were a few really like pivotal, amazing, special things that happened like just before I met Matt and also just before I found out that I was having a baby that I think are really valuable to you guys. So crazy life news that I wanted to update you on. And I guess a little bit of a share as to kind of how I manifested where I am right now in in quite a short amount of time, although it feels like it's been a manifestation that's been on my list forever. Um, I guess the craziest thing is literally a year ago, exactly a year ago, I I just got home a year ago uh, from a trip. I'd gone out to Dubai. I flew there for a few months to kind of get away from you'd probably call it a situationship, not a relationship, not quite seeing someone. It was just like meh, but it had been going on for a long time and it just, it really wasn't serving me. And I kind of felt like the only way I was going to get myself out of the loop and out of the like constant cycle of going back, coming back, going back, going back was to just kind of go away for a couple of months. And, um, also just change my scenery, get out of the kind of like low funk vibe that I was in. So I flew out to Dubai and I kind of went there for a few months. And I was, at this point, I was really low in self-worth because of the situation that I was in. It was another guy who didn't want to commit, but wouldn't leave me alone. And I'd got to this point where I just, I didn't feel good enough because I was like, why can't I ever get, you know, that that man that's going to actually nurture me, that's actually going to like cherish me and like wants to keep me doesn't want to ever lose me but actually does something about not wanting to lose me and I just kind of had started to give up faith I was kind of fighting the whole like I love my job I love my life I love being single I love having freedom but there is this big thing that I want and I knew I was blocking it I knew I was blocking it because I wanted it so much. I knew that that need, that desperation, that desire to kind of have a relationship and and, and, and like have a baby was was there. Um, so I remember kind of vividly walking along the beach at one point and I was, I'd kind of got myself out of the sad stage and I'd had some fun and I was like starting to like, I was starting to write the book actually. I'd kind of gone there to write the book and I was kind of a little bit in and I'd obviously kind of was writing about raising your vibration. I was writing about manifesting. And as I was kind of writing a lot of these things and I was deep in other books researching, I kind of also got myself to this stage where I was like, there are certain things that I am not following in this particular area of my life. My book was a real powerful, very humbling reminder for me that like, am I really doing that though when it comes to relationships? No. Am I? I'm not sure. And I was kind of going around in my head like, yeah, I am doing that, but I'm not doing this bit. And I know when I speak to a lot of you guys in in my community, you're kind of constantly going through this stage of like, did I do the right thing? Am I like being too harsh by letting someone go too quickly? Am I like looking at the red flags way too quickly and just shunning people off and should wait a little bit longer to find out if, you know, they are that person and people kind of go backwards and forwards between their head and their heart and their insecurities and their fears. And is it me being scared and insecure? Or is it me like trusting my intuition? Like there's a lot of that that kind of goes on. Um, And I remember just kind of like walking along the beach and I was, I'd, I'd just written one of the chapters in my book or finishing off one of the chapters. And I was like, am I putting this into play here? And I think it was one of the earlier chapters so I was just like defining what I wanted to have in a relationship I would I'd just written the the chapter about clarity and being really really specific about what you want and not about 
what you want them to look like, but how you want them to feel. And I kind of just walked along the beach and I was dreaming and I was visualizing the kind of man and I was kind of asking the universe to send him my way. And I was, I was still in this like desperation mode and I didn't know how to get out of that desperation mode because I kept saying, well, I trust it will happen when it's meant to happen. But then I was like, but it hasn't happened. And that voice inside of me kept saying like, yeah, but it, it, it hasn't happened. Anyway, the three months out there were kind of everything that my soul needed. And I knew deep within my heart, it was kind of around the corner for me. But honestly, I kept having to pick myself up and remind myself to have hope and to have that faith and to truly believe that it would happen for me. And I guess I was 31 at the time. I, I was kind of concerned. I always thought I'd be like a young mum. And I think the biggest fear for me was that I was like, I'm 31, that's fine. But by the time I meet someone, by the time I'm with them for a long period of time, by the time we get engaged or married, and not that I thought that those things had to be done, but just because usually that's the typical route, um, would it be too late for me to then have children? You know, would I be 30? I was like, God, I'll be 35 really by the time any of those things happen and I can have kids. And whilst that's not old, I want five kids. I want four kids. I don't know. I want quite a lot of kids. I want to be able to at least have that choice. And does time matter? Does time not matter? And the hardest part I found was I was really good at giving other women advice on their relationships because I had really come to a place where I'd like really understood and learned how amazing it was to be single and had kind of all these wonderful boundaries and values when it came to like the, what I would and wouldn't settle for. But then there was always someone that would make me kind of lose all of those those boundaries and those values and I would always lose myself slightly. And I, I realized that that was my desperation, really. The desperation part for me was to be a mother, not necessarily to have the relationship, but I desperately didn't want to be a single mother. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I saw my mum do it and I've seen my sister do it and I wanted to change the story. I wanted to change the condition story. I didn't want to. I saw my mum have to work so hard and I've spoken about this in so many books um, and so many podcasts, but like I I did. I just wanted to change the story. I wanted to know that it was possible for me to change my story. And that was my worrying part was like, can I have it all? That was probably my deep rooted limiting belief was like, can I have it all? Can I have the relationship and the baby? And my history at the time was dating non-committed men who seemed to also never let me go. They'd kind of always hover around and show up right when I'd forgotten about them. Uh, but they wouldn't ever really fully commit to me. And there was always another woman involved and they would kind of like breadcrumb me and I would go, oh, but if I ignore it, I look like I care. And if I reply and look like I don't care, then it's even better. And I was just feeding, I was feeding all of the breadcrumbing. I was literally giving the birds the bread. And and it was just very confusing. I I was constantly going through my head and my heart. And I just realized in that moment that that was what I was always attracting. And that I wasn't fully practicing all the things that I was preaching as I was writing my book. And I always found a way to kind of give them excuses like, oh, but he must really like me because he never leaves me alone. And he always calls at the right time, just as I've kind of like forgotten. And he's he's got a lot going on in other situations and I don't want to make it more difficult for him. And I'm going to give him the space and time to sort it out. And then maybe he'll come here or... I think the biggest one for me was I was like, and I hear this with so many women and so many of my friends, like, well, I might as well talk to him because it's easy and it's someone to talk to and it gets me in that flirty vibration. It doesn't matter if he's not my one, it's someone to keep me busy until my one comes along. And I think that was the most detrimental thing that I was doing that was holding me back from truly manifesting what I actually really wanted. I kind of always found a way to, to say that and to kind of be like, oh, well, you know, it's better to have someone there than no one there. And actually, can be feather from the truth. So I would kind of question if I was being brash by like saying no to men when they showed even one red flag. And I would question myself if I was being played or if they really liked me. And it was a constant exhausting battle of like, I'm worthy. 
I'm better than this but oh, maybe I'm being too headstrong. Um, and I think if you had told me then, like literally as I was like kind of walking along that beachfront, that literally a year on, I would be announcing my pregnancy with a man that I actually love who and adore, who treats me with so much respect and has never made me question where I stand. I don't know if I'd fully believe you. I think a big part of me would be like, nah, it's not gonna happen, Beck. You can wish, like you can dream. And I'm not saying... I'm not saying at all our relationship is absolutely perfect. Like I don't want anyone to think like there's challenges. We've had we've had things that we've had to obviously face. I personally have had to do a lot of work on myself because I think a lot I did a lot of work on attracting a partner, but there were so many things that happened to me in previous relationships that I've had to work on myself around uh, being in the relationship, having full trust in someone, not being insecure about certain things, not requiring so much from someone just because of what happened in certain situations previously so don't get me wrong when I'm saying like this is this magical like perfect happy relationship like I think every I think I've really learned like every relationship needs work and every relationship takes so many like both of you putting all of your effort in but it was very easy when we met and it just made perfect sense and I was almost a little bit and I think even a big part of some of my resistance has been like wait does this actually exist like do I actually deserve this I've had to do I've 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 I I ran away a few times because I was like triggering myself around like um you know he's so nice and he's so nice to me and he's so caring to me like is do I deserve this can I like can I have all of this and then that particularly hit me when I found out I was pregnant but yeah here I am nearly five months pregnant or I actually am in my fifth month now um, with honestly a man that I have written about, like I literally last night, we were packing stuff away to move into my flat and I found the diary and I've been looking for this. I found the journal that I wrote in, not when I was in Dubai, but actually two weekends before I met Matt. And it was like, he's a good cook. He's really tall. He loves music. He loves, he's into fashion and like loves that I'm into fashion. And he makes me feel like this. And he says these kind of things to me. I got really deep into like, what does he say to me? How does he make me feel? It was more about the feeling. Um, and I found it last night. And I was like, wow, like, I actually legit managed, manifested you, like you are this person. And I I wanted someone who also still was a bit like headstrong and didn't let me walk all over them and kind of put me in my place and all of those sort of things. And it was just, it was just like, wow, like I'm actually here. So the things that I think are really important to kind of share are like, firstly, I always knew, I always had this intuitive feeling I would meet someone in a really weird, like maybe I always had this vision, this like intuitive vision that I'd like turn a corner on a street and he'd be there or I'd like walk out of a coffee shop and he'd be there. I always felt I'd have that kind of a vibe and I don't know where that came from. And I was like, well, does that really happen these days? Nobody even looks up from their phone to speak to someone when they're walking down the street. But I always had this weird feeling and I knew it wasn't going to come from an app. I knew it wasn't going to come from like being in a bar. I knew it wasn't potentially going to be like my friends introducing me. That was kind of how I was meeting a lot of people was through friends, but I didn't ever think that that was, you know, a lot of my friends are married and I have not exhausted their friends, but like I had kind of like, you know, we knew what was out there. And I kind of just always kind of knew that that would be the case. And actually really weirdly, I met Matt, I'd had been on a night out, but I had been on a night out and I kind of wanted to just go out with my best friend for a few drinks. Like we weren't looking, we literally said like, this isn't about finding men. We were both single, but we were like, no men, like let's just enjoy our night with each other. And I genuinely felt that. And um, then it's just so funny because I was getting in the Uber. He saw me in the, he saw me in the bar and he didn't come over to me. And then I was getting in the Uber on, the, on like, as I was literally like leaving the bar and I just turned around and he was just behind me and he had this little cheeky face on and that kind of pulled me towards him and he kind of like he kind of was he was obviously really drunk and he kind of pulled me towards him a bit like 
a little bit like too cheeky and I was a little bit like, oh no, you're one of them. I'm not interested. But it was just, it was that moment of like, whoa, where did you come from? I didn't even see you cross the road or like stand behind me. He was literally just there. And I was like, who are you? And he was like, hi, where are you going? And I was like, not with you. I'm going with my friend. Like, are you okay? And he like forced me to give him my number literally forced me and we even laughed the other day in bed we were kind of reading all the the messages he was sending me afterwards when like the next day and I (laughs) I was just being so like blunt because I was just like oh the way you approached me I'm not really sure if that's kind of the kind of guy I wanted because just before that I had got really clear I was so fed up and I got really clear so how did I kind of manifest him and I think this is the part that's useful for you guys J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. I think I was manifesting him for years and I also always had this intuitive feeling. I'd had a few, a few cards pulled for me that were kind of like, it's not actually about you, it's about him. It, like he he's just finishing some stuff off and he, that he needs to sort his stuff out before he meets. I had that like a tarot card reading like six months prior and they were like, you're ready, you are ready, but he's kind of just, he's finishing some stuff off, which is even more interesting because he was actually in a relationship before and had come out of it so I think that that is what I find so 
so amazing about all of this. There were quite a few things that I was doing wrong in all of those years prior to manifesting him that I think are really important. I think firstly, I wanted it way too much. I thought it would complete me. I really thought that happiness that would come from being in a relationship would solve everything. Not that I was unhappy and not that I had, didn't have, you know, I had, an, I, I love and still do love my work and my career and my friends. I had a really good social life, but I did always have this feeling of like, oh, when I do these events, like, and I do this amazing work, I wish I was coming home to share that experience with someone. It didn't feel like I was a bit like doing all this great stuff. And I, the only people I really have to share it with are my friends and family, which is wonderful. But I just wish I had that person that was at home, like proud of me, which was all coming from wanting my dad to be proud of me. Right. So I think I just wanted it too much. And I was indulging a lot in the, I didn't have it and how I was so ready to have it, but it wasn't there. Why wasn't it there? Um, I wasn't embracing the freedom that I had. I wasn't embracing the life that I had. I was kind of spending a lot of my weekends being like, oh, I wish I was with my boyfriend and my baby right now. And why don't I have that? And I was kind of pulling myself out of that like mentality as much as I could because I knew I had to. But the reality was, is I had been single for so many years. I'd had so many failed situationships that it's really hard to look beyond the evidence of what exists. And this is something I talk about a lot in my book about like in order to manifest what you want, you have to look beyond what is. You have to oversee the evidence of what's in your life right now and keep faith that this is available to you. And it is hard, it is hard, especially after the years that I had of like failed situations and being single, it kind of, that was all I knew. So it was really hard for me to even imagine that that life didn't exist, but I wasn't embracing at all the great life that I had. I think secondly as well, I was still for sure acting in a way that was not in alignment with what I wanted. So one of the things I do talk about in the book is if you want to manifest something, you have to move in the direction of what it is that you've said that you wanted. So, you know, if you want to start a business, well, then you need to be actively like working on a business, looking at different businesses, like having a side hustle. You can't just sit there and wait for it to happen. It won't fall into your lap. I really, really believe you have to move in the direction of what you've said that you wanted. But I think a lot of people think that the taking action part when it comes to attracting your ideal partner is making sure you're on dating apps, getting yourself out there, um, going out a lot, being saying yes when anyone invites you to something, saying yes to every single date that you get invited to. I think a lot of people think that that is when I'm taking action, I'm putting myself in the right environment. So I'm going to manifest a relationship when actually I think it's more about the smaller actions you take and the things you don't take. And the way you communicate with any situation or any partner is exactly how you manifest. That for me is the actions that move in alignment with what you've said you've wanted. So for example, if you're saying yes, and you're you're texting guys or you're having fun with guys because it's better to have fun. It's better to have someone in your life and it's better to, um, you know, be in that flirty fun energy where you're texting someone rather, and you know full well that that guy is not what you said you wanted. He is not what you, you know, want in a full-time, long-term partner. You're actually taking an action that is out of alignment from what you said you wanted completely. You're telling the universe, I really want a nice, committed, loyal man who texts me all the time, makes me feel consistent, um, never makes me worry, always tells me how he feels. But then you're indulging and giving a lot of your energy and your time to someone who perhaps has made it very clear they don't want a relationship or just wants a bit of fun or maybe is inconsistent. So yeah, you might get like that attention and that flirty energy 
but actually you're literally saying, hey, universe, I want this, but I'm going to go this way. And that for me is the powerful actions that a lot of us aren't taking that are stopping us from manifesting that ideal partner that we really want. So just before meeting Matt, for the first time, I was like, my book was published. It'd come out here. I'd kind of been implementing a lot of the things that I had been saying in my book as I was writing them. But this time I was like, right, I'm going to get really serious about this. Like I'm going to test it for the next couple of months. Do everything that I say in my book kind of start a fresh play, really try to just do that purely because I'd realized it wasn't even about attracting the partner. It was just about feeling better within myself and doing what felt right. And just before meeting him, I said two very powerful no's with complete confidence to situations that were not aligned with what I wanted, but they weren't terrible. One was a very nice guy. We got on, like we were friends first and it kind of progressed into something else. I enjoyed texting him. Nothing ever happened because he was actually very respectful and he told me he was in a messy situation and he still had feelings for someone and there was something going on with someone else but he was like this has kind of taken me by surprise and I really enjoy your company I really enjoy like speaking to you like and maybe one day something will happen between us but right now like I've got a lot to sort out and I don't want to disrespect you so actually he was pretty respectful it was a very easy situation for me to continue to entertain because he was being respectful but he also wasn't but he was and um he said he didn't want to like mess me around and I remember saying to him I really appreciate your honesty I really respect you for that and, but I continued to like, he continued to talk to me all the time. I continued to talk to him all the time. As I started to pull away, he'd be like, hey, where are you going? And I'd be like, no, no, no. Like, you've kind of already said to me, you don't want anything serious. So why would I like continue to talk to you? I just, and I never really said that to him, but I was a bit like, mm, I'm not really sure. And then it dawned on me. I was like, this action is out of alignment to what I said I wanted. Like, literally I've written all the things that I want in a guy. And this guy's never going to be that guy for me. Never. And also, even if he was that guy for me, there's such mess around his situation. That I don't, I promised myself I'd never get into messy again because the two previous kind of relationships I were, was in were, were really messy. There was a lot, there was a lot going on outside of me that was made it really stressful. So I just was like, hang on a minute. Like this isn't, this isn't right. This isn't what I want. And after I realized, I realized I was blocking what I really wanted. I was settling for a messy situation, a complex situation that I'd promised I wouldn't, a situation I was never going to come out with, with what I really wanted. And I wanted the full thing for the first time. I was like, you know what? I want it all. I want it all and I deserve it all. And I want someone who's going to commit to me. Um, not someone who's never going to or going to keep making me wait because maybe one day. No, I don't want that. And I remember I didn't feel angry. I communicated it super calmly with him. There was no bad hate. We're still good friends now. I just said like, hey, listen, you're great, but I feel like I'm wasting my time here. Like I want this. And he respected it as well. And then three weeks later, I met Matt. And I think that that is something that I think is such an important takeaway, um, such an important takeaway as long, uh, like, and there were, there were a couple of things a few months before that leading up to Matt that I think were essential to why we met at the exact time that we did. But um, for sure, that was one of the biggest things I think I did. It was the first time I'd really been like, I don't need to speak to anyone for the sake of speaking to anyone. I'm really happy. And if unless they're the guy that I want, I'm not interested in entertaining that fun anymore. And don't get me wrong, there was a time in my life where I think entertaining that fun was super important for me to build back up my confidence, to get myself out there, to have fun, because really I wasn't ready for the serious committed relationship. Um, and I think that some other things that I think are really important in this situation is there were also things that I think Matt did to make this happen. I think there were things that he got out there and did in order to make sure we met at the time that we met. You know, he took action on a situation he was unhappy in. He was, you know, he was in a relationship. He walked away from that. He could have stayed in that. He walked away from that, which 
obviously meant he took an action that was in alignment with what he, you know, he got really clear on what he wanted in a woman too. And he said that he was really certain what he wanted in a woman, someone who like ran their own business, someone who was really driven. Like he said to me so many times before when I met you, I was blown away that you were all of the things that I said I wanted in a person. And that's what he's got. And I think actually one of the biggest things I did try and manifest was I want a man who knows what he wants. I want a man who knows what he wants so that when he meets me, even he feels like, wow, this is what I wanted. And I think a lot of us don't do that. And I hadn't done that previously. So if you are someone who is looking to manifest that kind of partner and that love that you deserve, absolutely like manifest a man who knows what he wants, who's not like, oh, I'm unsure. I don't know if I'm ready for this right now. Like manifest someone who's manifested you. Matt, manifested me so when we met it was just this obvious like wow you're what and it wasn't this like big firework moment of like whoa it was actually like a few dates of just enjoying ourselves but being a bit like oh my god like did he just say that like I manifested I wanted someone to say that or did he just do that like or is he really in like I was just ticking boxes the whole way through and he was too and I think don't forget to manifest the man or the woman whatever it is the the partner that you want to manifest don't forget to get clear that you want them to manifest you so that when you meet them, they're also like, whoa, you're everything, like, you're everything. I don't think Matt was particularly, well, he was looking for a relationship. I don't think he was particularly in a rush. But when he met me, he was like, well, you're absolutely everything that I wanted. Um, And so I think that it's really important for you guys to kind of take note of some of the mistakes that I were making and some of the really powerful pivotal things that happened just before I met him. And, you know, for me, I think getting to this stage now where I'm pregnant, I think the weekend before I met Matt, I kind of finally sat there and just went, I... I'm really content with this single life that I live. I'm really lucky. I have a lot of freedom. And do you know what? I do trust. I wouldn't want this so much if the universe, if it wasn't meant for me. And I trust that the universe is going to bring it to me. I, I do. And if it's longer than I ever wanted it to be, I also have to trust that there's a reason for that. If it's not till I'm 40, there must, it will make sense at the time. I did, I had that powerful moment and then I met him. And the same thing happened when I fell, found out that I was pregnant too. Like, I told him the moment I met him, I would like children in the next few years. And he wasn't afraid by that, which made me like him even more. And he was like, yeah, cool. Like same, I always want to be a young dad. He's a little bit younger than me. And um, which again was my concern when I found out he was a little bit younger than me. I was like, well, he's never going to be ready to do the things that I want to do particularly when he's come out of a relationship and he was just like no no that's fine it doesn't scare me and then we were kind of joking about it but it was the moment I said to him do you know what I really want us to enjoy our relationship I want to be able to do the things that couples do I want us to just enjoy I knew he'd be I knew who was my person that I'd have kids with so I then kind of let go and then the weekend after I found out I was pregnant so I just kind of want this to be the powerful reminder to you guys that everything you want out there is out there you can have that version of that partner that you want 100% but you have to stop settling for what is not there like you have to stop settling for the version that isn't what you want when we're settling we're saying no to the universe and I think that is the biggest thing I see some who are holding themselves back from attracting what they really want in their life is they settle they go oh but if I don't take this version I might end up with nothing so I might as well settle even though that and and don't I'm not saying don't compromise like there are certain things that you have to compromise in a relationship and you go I don't really like that but actually that's really important to them so I'm gonna let like you know I'll learn to like that but I think 
settling for half-assed versions or nearly not quite versions of what it is that you said that you wanted is the biggest mistake and the biggest block so many people have when it comes to manifesting the love that they truly, truly deserve. When we settle and we take what isn't what we said we wanted, that is exactly when we say to the universe, do you know what, that thing I told you I really wanted, actually, I don't really want it, I'll just take this, that's cool, don't worry about that. So it's like, okay, fine, I won't bring you the real version, the version that you so deeply deserve and the version that feels like is what you so really deeply, truly want in your heart, it'll go fine. I'll give you more of these situations if you're happy to take them. So just make sure if you're saying what it is that you want in your life and you're getting really clear on what that ideal partner looks like for you, be bold and be brave enough to say, do you know what? I'm not going to take anything unless it's that. And you'll know in the moments if you're willing to settle for certain things, it's really not a big deal. And maybe perhaps it was a big, like it was silly that you even asked for those things. But the more you settle, the more you are saying no to the things that you want. So there are definitely a few other things that I did in the three months leading up to meeting Matt that I think were so essential for manifesting the situation I'm in right now some really powerful manifesting rituals that I did and some exercises that I did and some, yeah, just there were like three or four really key things that I did to manifest Matt and I was really playing with it at the time and um, I'm going to be kind of sharing these things plus some of the other common mistakes that I was making that switched my energy and made Matt walk into my life so seamlessly and so easily in a new workshop that I am going to be hosting and I have created called Manifest the Love That You Deserve. So if you are someone who wants to manifest that love that you know you truly deeply deserve and you want the kind of like manifesting workbook to go with it, to really identify what it is that you want in a relationship and to call it in, then the live version of this workshop is on the 5th of May, Saturday the 5th of May at 10am, but you will be able to access this workshop, you'll get a replay, and if you can't make it live, you can purchase the replay, you can purchase the workshop and watch it whenever you want, but I'm going to be sharing with you how you can manifest the love that you want, the relationship that you deserve, the mistakes that you might be making, the tools and rituals that you can do to get yourself into that energy of attracting your soulmate. I will also be um, giving you guys some amazing manifesting tools to do in your own time and rituals, plus a recorded meditation that you can listen to every night that will help you kind of get into that attractive energy to manifest all that you want. Um, And I will also be giving you a journaling workbook to work through to help you really attract that ideal partner and that love that you truly, truly, truly deserve. There's also, of course, going to be a live Q&A because I know you guys love my Q&As on relationships. So you can access this workshop from www.mygetlit.co.uk forward slash manifest love. But if you head to the Becky Rabin website or the Get Lit website and click on workshops, you will find it there. And also on my social media channels, it will be on the link in my bio as well. So I hope to see you guys there. I'm really excited for this workshop. I feel like it's been a really long time coming and I actually can't wait specifically to get a lot of you guys to get really clear on what it is that you want in the right way, asking for the right things, not the wrong things, and then also learn how to not settle for anything less than and to kind of pick apart some of the situations that you guys have been in and to kind of give you advice on like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Yes, that's stopping you. No, that's not stopping you. You can carry on with that. Um, and kind of like to really help you and support you on that. But yeah, that's my massive life update. I'm sure the next four months or so are going to be crazy, but I will be here giving you guys lots of goods in your ears and I'm super excited to be back. And so please do share um, this episode. If it has resonated with you, get in contact and keep letting us know what you want these podcast episodes to be about. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.
You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow. Add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, work workshops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers. We have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory. That is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory. And you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey. You know what time it is. It is time to step into your power, raise your vibration and get lit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.